Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! How are you? Never better. How about yourself? Ma- Nick's hair's really long. He looks like a pro wrestler now. It's getting really long. Yeah. I wondered what his plan was. Right. Uh, if it's just to keep growing it, or yeah. if he had some sort of like stopping point. Because he's been growing it for a while now, and it's really long. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't look bad. No, he it, just looks like just, a pro wrestler now. I, it might have hit its best looking spot already, and it yeah. might have passed that. I'm not sure. You know, who knows? Maybe hey, it'll look even better him. tomorrow. It's up to him. He's got hair. I don't, so... Good for him. He, he looks great. I know that. I know what they're talking about. They're talking about that game last night. Yeah. I'm going to start calling it... Uh, we've talked about Curse of the Lotsey before. I think there are some other things that should qualify as, as Curse of the Lotsey, which is when there's a player that everyone says is great, everyone's excited about, right. and you just go, meh, <laughs> I don't believe in him. Because no. when that happens, inevitably... Stuff like this ends up happening. I think Josh Allen now has the most interceptions in the league since 2018 or something. <clears throat> he had two again last night. He might have the most this season. I think he has like 11 or something this season. He also had that dropped ball last night that you know looked like me and you playing football <laughs> in Utah. I mean, that's exactly what it looks like. So uh, I, I just, you know, it's crazy because this is a guy who when you first said it, however long ago it was, however many years ago that was, people got angry. I got yeah. texts from people saying, Lazlo's take on Josh Allen is dumb. Yeah, it's just dumb. Look at how great he is. Here's his numbers. He's yeah, great. No. I'm like, yeah, but I'm just telling you right now. All I know is he's saying he doesn't believe in him. So we'll just see what happens. We'll see if he right. wins the Super Bowl. You know, whatever. He usually gets you in the playoffs. Oh yeah, he's not I mean, a quarterback. He's, good, he's good, just like Aaron Rodgers. I'm right. not saying he's a bad. You never football said he was bad. Player. Exactly. He's just not the guy. You just never said it was worth debating whether or not he was better than or as good as some of these other guys, which was the debate. Fairly recently, you know, people would compare him to Mahomes and, yeah, no, and other players and talk no. about, you know, is he as good? Is he better? No. than Who would you rather have? And, of course, now I think those discussions are over. But still, they were happening. And when they were happening, my man right here said, nah, I don't believe it. I watched him run down the sidelines and throw the ball straight up in the air. <laughs> that was the thing. That's that was it. Thing, like, too. I don't like, need to see anymore, ever. From one thing. Yes, you can. 
I mean, you, you're a you goddamn professional. Yeah. And that is the least professional thing. That is what a child would do. Yeah. A pure it wasn't panic. Good. I remember a the play. pure panic. You have yeah. no control over emotions. You you ran down the field, got scared, and peed down your leg <laughs> and proved to everybody you're not much of an athlete. That's what you did. Yeah. People don't do that who are professional. That is, if someone did that in a high school game, I'd be like, you, you're not an athlete. But can't someone learn from a mistake? That's not that. That's you Bill Jr. He's already it's been through late. high school, college, peewee football. Now he's in the pros, and he's running down the sideline, and he gets scared and throws the ball straight in the air. Yeah. That's not like I tried to, look, Mahomes will make mistakes. I tried to fit it in somewhere where it didn't yeah. go. Right? That's different. You literally peed down your leg and threw the ball up in the air. So, so at, from that point on, I was like, you're no good. Like, you, I mean... He's you're good. good. He's good. But you're no good. Right, he's good. You're Aaron Rodgers. That's the other thing, too, is people get angry and say, I can't believe he doesn't think he's good. No, Lazo never said he wasn't good. No, he's just not the he guy. He just gets mad when people start the debates about, is he better than Mahomes? Is he no. as good as Mahomes? And those are the debates he's that Lazo would than get any, Everybody's saying he's, no better, he's, he's not better than Manning. He's not better him? than Brady. He's not better than... I mean, he's, not, he's just... He's good, he's and fine. he's having a, he's having a, not a, such a great year. But he but no. he's been good in the past, and he would I mean he was certainly better than average. I don't think you're arguing that either. He's do better than think, average. Do you think that Mahomes just being how good he is kind of created a desire for those superstar quarterbacks? I think and that's why there's always of, been a desire. People kind of shoved him into that role when he was. He had good numbers at the time that Lazo no, first I th- made I that. I think people want statement. to make a comparison, and they want Mahomes to have a rival, probably. That's, but it yeah, ain't that's him. Not what I mean. Yeah, they're, they're doing with Joe Burrow now. Yeah. You know, they want to make a rivalry like Brady Manning. Sure, they yes. Do. And if you look back to when Lazo first said, "I'm not a believer," he had great. No, Josh Allen was having a great season at that point. He was having. Yeah, he, had, he, he had huge numbers, and that's why the debate was happening. That's when Lazo first said, eh, no, "I'm not. I'm not a Josh Allen him. believer." I don't think Nick was either. I don't know if that's something that he picked up from you so or you not. Think that but I think was, Nick stole that from me. Was that season I mean, more of an anomaly that we won't see again? Probably. Well, or? no. I think he could have big games. To me, he's Aaron Rodgers. He's he can win a Super he, Bowl. He could, you know, he could win a Super Bowl, but it's not going to be because of him. Yeah, he'll play. He'll play good enough in games to get you there. But he, you know, you're going to have to have people surrounding him. It just he's just. He's not the guy. He doesn't have it, and you can see it all the time. What is it? You know, I, I don't. You can't explain it. You just know. So it. you don't think Aaron Rodgers has it? No, okay. I know Aaron Rodgers <laughs> sitting his ass too. in Lambeau Field <laughs> on his ass, getting beat by the Giants again, or the West Seahawks, Coast. or right like San Francisco. Like he just, you know, he'll get you close, but no, the Jets weren't going to win with Aaron Rodgers. They'd be better than they are now. Yeah, were they going to win the Super Bowl? No, no, but, so, no. But when you say it doesn't have it, you, it meaning elitism elite the you're next elite. level you're you're a great elite. an all-time great yeah right and, and you will be talking about and you are a and force there are to be players who have it who don't have the numbers that elite players have but they still have it because of the players because around they, them and, and the because of their, their clutch and mm-hmm. figuring it out and doing it at the right time they just are like yeah i mean is josh allen a better athlete than eli manning sure is Eli Manning a better quarterback? Absolutely. You think so? Absolutely. Just because he, he in those moments, could get it done. Well, two Super Bowls. Yeah. He could get it done in yeah. crunch time. It's yeah. like, was A-Rod a better athlete than Jeter? Sure. But Jeter was clutch. Okay. So pe- Jeter gets put in that elite category. Okay. That's, you know, 
Allen is the opposite of clutch. Okay. He pees down his leg. The same with Aaron Rodgers. They're pee down their leg, guys. Our Twitch reminds us that Nick apparently said Josh Allen was broken by the 13-second game, and ever since then has never been returned to form. Do you think that's... Oh, I didn't any... know that. I've never heard him say that. Um, no. I don't know. I mean, you'd have to go back and look. I don't follow the Bills that closely. That 13-second game had to be devastating to his psyche. <clears throat> I mean, maybe, but I, it just looks like there's been kind of a gradual decline. Anyway, this year has been not such a great year for sure. I think we can. I mean, what they're five and five, aren't they now after last night's loss? So they're, they're probably going to miss the playoffs. A lot of guys go through that. A lot of guys get beat like that. Yeah, you know. I mean, you mean you're talking about some of the great, but what about Brady? You know, he loses because a guy catches a football on his helmet. Yeah, yeah. right. See, Eli. He didn't just pee down his leg. Yeah, he kept going. Right. Came back one more. Right. So, I, no, I don't believe I don't that. how many more. Three more. I don't remember. Four more. I don't remember how many Super Bowls more he won think, after that. I think four. Three. Could be. I mean, that was, what, 11 years ago, something like right. that? That game? It was a yeah, while I ago he had now. three under his I mean, ball. Mahomes has had bad games. Yeah, he has. You know, where he's it's bad for Mahomes. Playoffs, playoffs, but Broncos. you're right. You, you, never, right. you never think to yourself. Mahomes um, didn't just, like, shut down yeah. because Gronk and Brady beat him in overtime. Yeah, like that didn't happen. No, that next year he came out and played great. Like it is what it is. Like you either you either have it or you don't. He didn't have he it. Came back and won it all. Yeah, and he with didn't have with it. Mahomes after those losses, you're. I know some people on TV might say, you know, is there an issue with Mahomes or whatever? And maybe no. partially it's because I'm a fan, but it's like he's he's no, great. He's, fine. he's totally great. He's there was fine. a bad game, whatever. But with Josh bad, Allen, a bad game. It's fine. yeah, with no. Josh Allen, it does just seem different. And now I feel like it's established. The people who would text, the people who would tweet, the people who would write at us and say, "What a dumb take!" Now at this point, are you still saying that? That's no. all I'm asking. No. All I'm asking after the, after you know how, how many weeks are we now into this? Ten weeks, uh, uh, right? 10, yeah, yeah, ten weeks into the season. I think. Uh, I, I think Blazo has. At this point, been vindicated, right? Proven right, absolutely. Uh, the best just, sports no takes doubt, of all time. Doubt about it. Yeah, and Nick too. I mean, I don't. Maybe you took it from Nick. I don't remember. Okay. I know that happens well, sometimes. Does that from Nick. He well, does, and that's happened. why I'm just putting it out there in case right. Nick hears this. That never happened. Could have been a Nick take. Yeah. The Church, the Church of Laszlo. Yo, yo, what's going on, kid? So that's your next one. You you can't just tell those off here. You have to make it a. a well, I'm just telling you, CJ Stroud ain't it. Okay, but you're gonna get all those texts. People are just gonna be ain't it. I, I saw that uh, people love him, man. New he's Orleans in the MVP comp. Right, he last week, it. he looked good in that game. That I he's good again. He's TV. good. He's really good. You're gonna be happy with him. Yeah. If he's your quarterback, okay. You might even win a Super Bowl, but he ain't it. You're not firing him. You're not he looking for somebody new. He's gonna pee down his leg. But he's not. When they start these debates, which are inevitable, <laughs> yes, about whether or not he's he the greatest it. quarterback in the NFL. No, he's not. Or better than Mahomes. No. no. Uh, who do you think is the second best quarterback in the NFL? Mm, boy. Because I know that when you start talking about second best, there are those names that, that pop up right now, and I feel like when I think of all of them, you've talked a little bit of trash on just about all of them. So I don't know who you really like. Um, I mean, who would most people say? Going Burrow, into this probably. season, they would probably say Burrow or Allen, right? Before the season, and now I'm guessing Is Lamar they would doing say, good this year? Lamar is having a good season, but Lamar's been around a while. I, I don't know. That's another one that Lazo was like, eh. No, I, I do like him. I think you Lamar's do, but you're great. worried about his health. Right? I do. I don't know how long because he can of the way last, he plays. Way he plays so, yeah, you know. Um, but he has had a good year. But I think so. he can win a Super Bowl and he'll make big plays for you. I think Lamar's a great quarterback. I just, I don't know if I would have drafted him, but you know, it, to, I think when you draft a guy like Lamar, and even though he's been around for a while, people always want their great quarterbacks to last 15 years. Yeah. And I think if you start drafting guys like Lamar to be your quarterback, you just have to know. 
This isn't. 15 you might years. got five or six years. More of a run, he's going to have more of a running back's career than he is. He's not going to do twenty years. Yeah. You know, it's just. So I mean, I would draft him. Just know that you might have to draft somebody else. And whoever just said, uh, Chad just said he might win a Super Bowl, but he ain't it. Like, what does that mean? That's what I was saying about Aaron Rodgers. Just saying he's not. Aaron Rodgers one of the, won a Super Bowl, but he's just not. He's not the guy know. that gets you the win. You know, almost no matter what, the guy that you've always yeah. got a chance with because he's your quarterback. We're talking. About I mean, those, if he gets you to the, the Super Bowl, because they, you know, you got a running back and wide receivers, you beat somebody in the playoffs forty-two to three or something. Yeah, it's it's not because you were down. 24-17, and you needed seven points with three minutes left. That ain't him. But Aaron Rodgers is probably the quarterback with the greatest numbers that you would lump into that category of ain't yeah. it. I, I mean, easily, right? We, yeah. There's no denying that he has great numbers. It's just that he loses a lot of playoff games, yeah. and, you know, that's what Lazo means by right. it. You so I shouldn't it. say he'd win you a Super Bowl. You could win a you Super might Bowl win a Super with Bowl. him, right? Exactly. You, you might know. win a Super Bowl. And, and, and he might not hurt you. That, I mean, that's not what you're saying either. It's just that... With someone like Mahomes, you can throw him behind any line. You can put him on any team, and immediately you feel like you got a chance. Yes. There's a chance now. Well, we could be Super Bowl contenders. We've got Mahomes. Right. And was saying, that's it. I think that's uh, it. Jalen Hurts has it. Okay. I think that guy has it. Okay. Yep. But not C.J. Stroud. No. Not Josh Allen. I think Tua has obviously. it if he can stay healthy. Okay. Like oh, yeah, you guys. do like Tua. I knew that. I like both those guys. I think Burrow's good. You do? Yeah, I do. I can't tell. I think in the debate between, you know, if it's like, you know, Burrow or Mahomes, to me, that's like Manning and Brady. Brady. Okay. You know, he's good. He's really good. He ain't Mahomes, but yeah. he's really good. Uh, I don't even know. I mean, they started the season so poorly, and then I know he got better, and I was watching some of their highlights, but I really don't know where he's at now, you know, in, as far as quarterbacks go in the standings. I want to talk about something that I found that I thought was actually really interesting. And if you guys can try and think of an example um, before we get back, that'd be great. A, a horrible band with a great album, or let's just say a bad band with a great album. So there are, if you, you know, it might be hard to think of an example off the top of your head when I say that. But if you think back to bands, and I mean, these are bands that I think most of us would agree are pretty bad, but they had a good album. So good albums from bad bands, and they, they just had the okay. one. And if you can think of someone, there's one that on the list that I'm pretty sure you could probably think of. It's, it's not necessarily going to be any of them going to be something that you say, that's a great album. What a great album. But I think you would agree with the theme of the list. You know what? Okay, I get it. That was, whether it was important okay. or people liked it or whatever, good Bad albums. band, good album. Yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All right, okay. Great albums from bad bands. Were you able to think of any? Does anyone have one that immediately comes to mind? And keep oh, in mind, it might no. not be music that you like. I, the only thing that comes to mind would be like... You might have liked it at the time and not want to admit it I can think of bands now. that I don't love that have one really great album, but they're not a terrible band. Like Block Party's first album. Okay. It's like a masterpiece. So these the are, rest of it's, yeah, it's fine. That's, you're coming at it from a, a music uh, uh, aficionado's perspective. Think of this more as like popular albums that there's a very good chance had a bunch of songs on them that were popular. Uh, uh, maybe they just had a couple, but maybe they had a bunch. So they're going to say, like, might... this is just a, they're going to say Weezer's the Blue Album. It, it could well, be on the list. I thought Weezer's yes, too, but, but I'd say Blue Album and Pinkerton both are great. Of course, you can disagree. I agree, but I just think he's saying this is a yeah. mainstream list. It's a it's mainstream gonna... list. It's a mainstream so list. People so people, I think there's people who probably think Weezer's a one-hit wonder. Yes. Okay. There's a couple. That's another first thought, but they have two great. There's a couple like that. There's one on here more than two, to be honest. I think the Green Album's good too, and you could make a case for Maldoror. There's one on here that's a band that we like. That I I think the album that they say is their only good album is probably our least favorite album of theirs. So that's how you know. I'm not trying to say like because it's cool we didn't like it. I think we genuinely. I think we did like it. By the way, I just think we would put it at like fourth or fifth on our list of this band's albums. But I'll just start here at the beginning. So 1994. Grunge is huge, right? Mm-hmm. Then this band pops up, and suddenly it's all you heard for, I don't know, 30 years. And that would be Hootie and the Blowfish. Cracked rear view. Yeah. Now, I, don't, I didn't follow their career. I don't know what their next albums were like. And I know he's popular now as a country singer. Yeah. So, well, that's fair. Uh, but, that's but I think that's record. a good example. Yeah, it's uh, a great that gives record. you an idea of what this list is made up of, right? Because whether you admitted to liking that album or not, maybe you never really did. I think there's a chance you probably had the record, and you're just you know that was a great. Everybody like, had that record. That was a great record. record. But it was a huge, huge album, and it had a bunch of songs on it. I mean, I would argue that there probably over fifty percent of the songs, even if you didn't have the album, and I, I played them for you, you'd you know the words. It was one of the point. first CDs I ever owned. Um, now, like there's, this one's on here. I did not own this album. I'm just being honest. So I, I'm not saying it was good or bad. I know nothing about it. But Chumbawamba, Tub Thumper. I don't know what was on that album. Oh. I just know whiskey drink, vodka drink, whatever. One song. Yeah, but they're acting like it was a good album. So I don't know. Maybe, maybe it was. Maybe people bought that album and really liked it. I'm not sure. Miley Cyrus is on the list with Bangers from 2013. I, I, I do follow Miley. Slim. I, you know, offended. I like her a lot. Obviously. But I will say that the albums have been like she put out an album, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm excited to see what she's doing this time around. Bangers and there's usually huge. a couple songs, but Bangers was like an album that had a bunch of songs on it. And I will admit that I don't think she's had an album that she's put out yet that has probably lived up to that, which has now been a decade. The next one is one that I would just think you can put into the one hit wonder camp, which is probably several of these. I'm not saying that it's not a good artist, but Sinead O'Connor, 1990, Mm -hmm. I do not want what I haven't got. And, of course, the big single is uh, Nothing Compares to You. Right. I don't know enough about Sinead O'Connor. I've listened to some of those songs. We watched the documentary. We watched the documentary not that long ago. I've gone through and tried to, you know, come up with lists of people She has an album with Mandinka and... um, That was uh, her screaming on the cover of the white cover. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, that's a good record. That's the first one. Okay. that's, was that like that was that Cobra? Her, yeah, yeah, Cobra. Cobra. Something. She's okay. yelling at like uh, in the white 
shirt, whatever. That's Cobra. I just remember. It's Cobra something. I've gone online and literally looked up, like, the you know, line. must hear Sinead O'Connor songs. And I found lists and put together playlists because I want to know she about it. She, she did Mandinka on the Grammys. It was great. And mm-hmm. I think that that's one that there's plenty of music snobs who'd say, whoa, 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 whoa. She definitely had. Yeah. Uh, more than one, and she's not a bad artist. Like, to put her, uh, you k- keep in mind, that's the title of this article is 25 uh, Great Albums from Bad Artists. Like, mm, I don't know that many people would say Sinead O'Connor was a bad artist. Big music nerd who loves Sinead O'Connor. Like, you can make fun of Hootie and the Blowfish and call them a bad artist, but who's calling Sinead O'Connor mm-hmm. a bad artist? Yeah, Even if no. you don't like her, that's, no. uh, I feel like that's a stretch. Now, the next one, I thought they would start She with does this. get bad after a while, though. That's totally plausible. I really I mean, don't know. She does. I didn't. I did not follow. I got to be honest. Nothing hooked me that much of hers that I listened to. There was stuff on a lot of those uh, lists that I put together, and I was like, "This is okay. I can see why people like this." But it just it wasn't anything where I thought, "Oh, I can tell. I need to listen to this more. I'm going to like it." I love nothing compares to you when it came out. I, you know, I was a kid, but I I liked it. I understood why it was popular. She's got a good voice. The next one is what I thought of first when I saw the title. Of this and was trying to think of uh, bands now. Again, people are going to argue. This kind of goes in that hoodie category because people are going to say, oh, I never liked it or I didn't own it or whatever. But the uh, Limp Bizkit album, 1999, Significant Other. Yep. Not only, I mean, we've, we've talked about this album so many times because it comes up in different topics, but th- this is a great example. I mean, you had Matt Penfield on the album yeah. Oh, yeah. talking about record. and talking about a music snob, and he's talking about, oh, what you guys are doing is great and important or whatever he says in that. So that, if there was any doubt, if you didn't live through it. That's an elite like, no, for months. Music snobs didn't like months. it. Nobody actually liked that. Just go back and find this, the part where Matt Penfield is on the album, you know, at the end of the album, saying that. Because it was popular. People who liked music did like it. Sure. Doesn't mean that everyone liked it. I'm not arguing that. But the number of people who would raise their hand now and admit to liking it is well below I the actual it. number. Well, here well you below. go. Uh, USA Today gave that record three and a half out of four stars. Limp Bizkit, significant yep. other? Okay. Rolling Stone gave it four out of five. Uh, NME did not like it. They gave it a three out of ten. Oh, the Los Angeles British. Times gave it three out of four. The Independent gave it four out of five. Uh, Entertainment Weekly gave it a B, and All Music gave it four out of five. It's, yeah, it was, was popular. Yeah, it was popular. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think that people were saying this is the new Smiths or anything like that. It was just you were at a time there when you were in that post grunge by '99. You had a lot of that soft rock, the Hootie and the Blowfish stuff. You know, the stuff that kind of came after Hootie and the Blowfish. And I think, you know, there was that, if you've watched the Woodstock documentary, uh, they talk about it, that teen angst, they wanted something. And there was no real rock a- a- in that no. moment. There were The grunge bands were still doing right. stuff that right. were alive. But as far as new things, That's there wasn't. That's why the strokes were so important to me. Exactly. I think a lot of people. It, what was the next because phase I, of rock I going to be? Because I kind of had to. There was exactly. nothing else out there. Exactly. And I loved that record, but I, I, I was forced to love that record. Because it was at her counting crows. And then when I heard the strokes and the white stripes, I was like, oh, there could here be comes the next, something else. Here comes the aughts. Right. Exactly. That's why they're so important. And it also made Limp Bizkit age poorly, right? Of course. I mean, that was part of it, too. And they decided this is what you know alternative rock or rock music is going to look like now. Limp Bizkit aged pretty poorly, pretty quickly. But... I still uh, defend them on that album. Katy Perry, Teenage Dream, 2010. I don't know anything about Katy Perry. Didn't have Teenage Dream. Uh, I do know that our boss has a picture of Katy Perry above his uh, desk, or did. And when I said something, remember when Julie was here, and I said something about our boss just put up a picture in his office, and she said, is it Katy Perry? And I said, do you know him? Did you know who I was talking about? She goes, no. She goes, every guy who works in pop radio has the picture of Katy Perry on the cloud, 
it, which I think is from that album. I think it's other from, guys have that up besides him. That's what she didn't even know who I was talking about. That's so. She weird. had no idea. She's like, yeah, that's that's like well, in every office of these guys. Yeah, she's like, they all hang it up in their office. Yeah. And I thought, you know, I wonder if it's like that. And then I could also absolutely see those same people having the picture um, on their phone or on their computer of the you know the selfie with Taylor Swift because I think most of those people have gotten he, to meet Taylor Swift too. at some yeah. point. Yeah. Both and, his background. Because Taylor Swift does a lot of meet and greet. She's done a bunch of them over the sure. years, and so most of them gotten to meet her. And I feel like those things are staples. But that's really all I know about her. I kissed a girl. I know that. I know she married Russell Brand for a minute, and uh, I know she was on one of those talent shows. The Voice, voice maybe no American maybe. Idol. I think it was the Voice. She might have been on American Idol American actually. Idol. I don't think she sat in the chair. Yeah, I think that was Christina was. Aguilera. Yeah. Uh, Fifty Cent, Get Rich or Die Trying, two thousand three. He he sold a I lot of his other albums. His albums when he would put them out, at least for the next eight years or so, the rest of that decade at least, they would he would sell a bunch. I think most of them, as I recall at the time, were usually kind of a letdown. Uh, I think he. I think he put out an album at the same time as Kanye eventually. And wasn't that like a big debate? Yeah, when they, who was going to win graduation that? Graduation came out. He put out Curtis. I think it was okay, called. It was and it was like a, supposed to be. I mean, it was. They tried to market a lot of it hype. like as a beef, but it wasn't a lot of all hype. And, Kanye and who was going to sell more? Yeah, that was the other thing too, which it wasn't close. And that album, you know, no I, I like him by the way, but no I don't know graduation. that he's put out a bunch of great albums. He might just have the one. I'd buy that. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not so into him. Bob, I know nothing about. They say the Adventures of Bobby That's Ray, 2010. Earther. That's all I know about him. Is that he's Earther. a flat earther? I don't know if he still is. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't. He have a song that was like Aeroplanes or featuring Bob or something. I That's feel like the he had a only song thing with I know. Williams of Paramore. Okay, so that's probably what I'm thinking of. I remember seeing featuring B.O.B. No I think he did. But apparently, if you guys are interested in going back, there's only one album you need to listen to, and that's The Adventures of Bobby Ray from 2010. Now, this is the next one on the list is one that I thought was a little ridiculous. Because are we now, what are we, what are we doing? Are we just saying that these are the only albums that had big hits that sold well? Because, and maybe it is. But then you can't really call it great albums from bad artists. We've already had a couple artists that I don't think anyone would say are bad artists, like Sinead O'Connor. Um, Kings of Leon, only by the Man, night. It came to mind too. The same thing as the Weezer. To me, it's like they had two great records. So I'm going to say three, and then that was kind of it. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I, I same thing with the Weezer. Exact same thing. First two records are great. The rest are. Garbage. It's surprising to me because I think a lot of Kings of Leon fans who you know really like that band, and I know Lazo liked them too. Because I mean, we yeah, were playing them before we needed to because it was they weren't popular yeah, still in the United States. Right, but um. You know, by the time and that album, there were people, there were fans who talked trash on that album because you know, oh, I hate sex on which fire. album they say. Okay, is the best? well, they said that only by the night, which oh, is the one with the, sex on the fire. Terrible one. That's what I'm saying. There are people no. who would say that it's a terrible one. I actually think it had a bunch of good songs on it. I don't think two. Sex on Fire was one of them. The first two, are but great. Um, I would say the third album is probably my favorite. But I liked, That's I liked, I liked a lot of those albums. Aha, shake heartbreak, man. I would just say that. Only by night is if for music snobs that's probably going to be the thing on the list that pisses people off the most. I don't know, man. I'm looking at that. It had good songs. on A lot of them. Only by night does have good songs on it, man. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, Notion, Use Somebody, Crawl. Those Mm -hmm. are good songs. And then I don't know. Youth, Young, Manhood. That's the first one, right? Uh, Yeah. The third album, and I know that maybe didn't have the big hits on it. You've got me turned on to the third album a little bit. I usually I wrote just like Ragu, the first two. Arizona, McFearless, On Call. Uh, you know, it's really just good. there's so many songs on that that you yeah, can just pull up from memory if you're a fan. But it's the same thing. It's like the Green Album. But how do you not, not uh, like Mechanical Bull? I do. 
I do. People, I know a lot of people I mean, don't. Super I actually Soaker, did. Beautiful warm. I love Temple. Wait for me. I thought Wait for me was a Those great song. Great, a yeah. great song. Wait for me might be their greatest. song. It's one of the best. I love that song, and I thought that was a pretty good album. I know that people by that point, I think a lot of them just decide, well, I'm done. Sex on Fire. You know, introduce them to a new audience, and I don't want to be a Kings of Leon fan anymore. That happens. But to say that their only good album is only by the night. No, that's that ridiculous. is. And I'm looking at the just the review scores. Uh, mechanical bull and there's nothing lower than eight out of ten that was a good album yeah. i think it's ridiculous when those people who, who say they loved kings of leon but they stopped listening at that point once well, like, well i don't think you listened yeah you either are lying to, to me maybe you didn't give yourself, it a chance or you didn't actually give it a chance because there are great songs on those albums uh nelly is on the list unfortunately Ooh, um nellyville love that wait 2002 nellyville. not even the first it's one? not even the first album which the by the way one's so good the first album you think it's so good i love it okay i mean look it was very popular i would have thought it sold better oh, probably man, i love that record. if we went back that and looked at sales exactly i would have thought that, that had it, ride with me i would have thought that it sold better Houghton, for sure country, country grammar. grammar i mean country grammar was the song that, that introduced most people hits, yeah. to nellyville um but they say that his sophomore album, Nellyville, oh, was his it. best one. And they say that a lot of people dismissed it. It's like, no, now you guys are going to be music snobs. What about a lot of people dismissed like it because um, you know, the first album was, was so big. Air I think Force Ones? Hot, I think Hot, 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 Hot in Here was on the second one. That's, uh, Air Force Ones, yeah, Shake that's right. Shake Your Tail Feather. So, I mean, it had hits on it. But uh, it's kind of funny because I would have certainly thought they'd say the first one if they were going to put him on this list at all. Um, Matchbox 20, Lazo. Now, I don't know enough about Matchbox 20. Other than what movie did they just use Matchbox Twenty Snow Cone that we were talking about? They uh, used it Barbie. In, oh, in the Barbie movie, that's mm. right. They did that uh, acoustic version. It got him a bunch of new streams because he put out a new album. I think Matchbox. Right? Was it him or was it? No, I think Matchbox <laughs> has a new record okay. at the t- around the time that that movie came out. And that movie, from what I read, made him a bunch of money. Yeah, it makes uh, sense. Which yeah, totally makes sense. That movie was huge, and they used that song in there. Uh, a lot if you've seen it but they say yourself or someone like you, like you. N- 1996 i mean that's the massive that's the one that i see the cover of in my uh-huh. head and mm-hmm. when i think matchbox 20 I-, I really didn't own those records but i'm familiar with that and i don't think there's another great album after that. I-, I don't know if he i would just assume that that one sold the best by far oh, for sure but i you, you could have told me no no no. the next album no. was this and it had these hits and, and i'd be like oh, okay because i just don't know enough but i was assume that one had about 3 a.m and push and all the yeah. big ones all of those yeah. yeah uh black eyed peas behind the front 1998 so they didn't elephant. even put elephant on there elephant elephant sorry yeah not elephant elephant which is ridiculous we can just garbage. skip that one because it's so silly now i don't know anything about toto but they made the list. I would say that Toto is a bad band. Like, I think that qualifies as probably a... I, I hate to say that about any band. But, you know, if we're talking about... Recession players. You know, telling you, bad, bad band. Okay, Toto's probably not a great band. Uh, what's their best one, album? I don't know. No the, the one with the one song that anyone knows, right? right? I'm, which I'm guessing is what Toto 4 is from 1982. But they go through a list hmm. of these songs that I've never heard of and talk about how it's... Great. That's the one with Rosanna on it. Okay. Oh, Rosanna. Lovers in and Africa. Waiting okay. for Your Love. I mean, I don't even know that I know those other songs. I guess I do know Rosanna in Africa. Mm-hmm. I thought I just those knew are one. Those two I know. But these other songs are talking about I'm not familiar with. But I guess, you know, if you're a Toto fan, that might be your favorite album. They put Avril Lavigne on here. I think she qualifies as a bad artist. Again, I hate to say that about anybody, but Let Go 2002. I would just guess that's, whatever her album was that came out it. around that time that's it. would be the one that sold the best. And then standing in the street on yep, the cover. Yep, a skater it. boy, right? Yep, that's and, it. And that's it. I don't know that, again, though, 
you could tell me, no, 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 remember these songs? That's all Avril Lavigne. And I go, oh, okay. But I would just assume that she... Uh, she had one before Skater Boy, but yeah, that's, that's the one. She, she hit her peak in the early 2000s. Tenacious D, uh, Tenacious D, 2001. I don't know anything about them. I, I, like I see record. people... You know, I, 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 I like both those guys. They're endearing fellows. Whenever How can you not like them? And a YouTube clip where he sings... You're like, man, that dude can sing. He can like, sing. It, it'll stop you in he your can. tracks, you know? Yeah. Like, wow. He's a good but singer. But I don't have her. But, and I know people get into it, and they sing along to it, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. It's just it was never my thing, and I never had the uh, desire to go back and listen more. They put Backstreet Boys on here. Millennium, 1999, okay. Mm-hmm. I think that, that counts. Macy Gray, I would just count as a one-hit wonder. Well, that's a one-hit, yeah. But sure. the, 2001, the idea, I assume that's got to be the album with, uh, I try, no. What's that song called? Is that what it's called? Oh, Th- that has called? to be the album, yeah, 2001. Let's see what it says here. Looking it up. Um, oh, no, wait. Look, I Try came out in 1999. Oh. So they're putting a different album on there. Okay, well, no one knows what that is. Did anyone follow Macy Gray's career no. after I Try? Maybe you did, but I doubt it. I mean, the odds that someone is listening right now who's familiar. They put Nicki Minaj on here, Pink Friday. Okay, fine. Uh, Robin Thicke, the evolution of Robin Thicke, to me, that would be one a one-hit wonder. But they're talking about this album uh, from 2006. Oh, really? Because he's so... That's massive, about Kings massive in Europe. Yeah, because the album they're listing is from 2006. So it would have been before that. I remember that song that he did in the late 90s, early 2000s. There was a music video. He looked really different. If I pulled it up for you, Snowcone, you'd probably be familiar with it. It's one of those, like, oh, I think I've heard that song. You probably didn't know it was Robin Thicke. But if you do know about him, this magazine at least is saying that the evolution of Robin Thicke 2006 is the one to have. Remember the band The Darkness? Oh, yeah. I saw them live. Yeah. Uh, hung out with those guys. Um, yeah, I've heard stories about the Yeah. Permission to Land, 2003. Uh, substances. You know, those, that's one of those things where you go, okay, where was I in 2003? But when you say The Darkness, Permission to Land came out in 2003, I go, oh, I know exactly where I was. Yep. I was with The Darkness. I was at that show. <laughs> yeah. I was with The Darkness sitting out front smoking cigarettes while they were wearing spandex and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we're talking about partying later. But those guys seemed like super nice guys, and I do think that they were onto something with that idea because what's that other band that ended up doing the, the Struts? Kind of the Struts. The, well, the Struts. And then there's oh, also and then, that. Uh, Greta Van Fleet. No, no, there's a band that's like really popular. I, I, I say really popular. I think they're fairly popular in the rock world that does like, don't they do that glam rock? They do like 80s glam rock. The Struts is just Queen. Yeah, I was Mm. thinking there was another one that was a little heavier. But anyway, that whole thing did. There were some revival bands (laughs) of that nature that kind of did that throwback. Yeah, Wolfram was definitely doing a classic rock thing. Um, thing. But as far as like the glam rock stuff that kind of came, I thought there was a couple of those bands. But the Struts certainly counts. The Darkness, though, Permission to Land, I got to admit, very nice guys. We played the song. Steel Panther? Steel Panther is one of them. That's it, yeah. Um, I was never never into that stuff, but I wasn't into it the first time around. Huh? Anvil, yeah, 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 that Canadian band. That's a good documentary. I don't know that those bands are. I think the Struts are probably successful, and people, you know, probably the biggest of those, right? And I'm just saying, the Darkness was was early on that kind of thing, but uh, they just they weren't as big as the Struts. There's the Blue Album, which is you know, it is kind of ridiculous. I think that um, it's not surprising. I mean, you guys guessed that the Blue Album would be on this list. Mm I don't think anyone who's a Weezer fan would probably... No one agrees with that. No. I mean, obviously, if you're a Weezer fan, you're That's probably not saying they're a bad artist. Right. But it's odd, too, because I would say that they did have songs that were in movies, on TV, even on MTV, after the Blue Album. Was it their biggest album? Okay, but that's a I don't even different. know if it's their most yeah. best-selling album. I don't know that you could say that. Right. Beverly Hills. I, I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if it was, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised, surprised if, if it wasn't. Right. That's, that's yeah, I, I don't know. But you guys did guess it, so, you know, 
It must be on there for a reason. Christopher Cross. Aren't you a fan, Snowcone? Nope. Oh, well, they say self-titled album 1979. And then finally, and I know this is going to... Like him. He is him. <laughs> this is going to start... To, you do kind of look like him. I'm sitting there uh, with his acoustic guitar. Mandy Moore. Anyone got a favorite Mandy Moore album? What do you think the best Mandy Moore album is? I, I can't name a single one. Mm, well, it's Amanda Lee, 2009. And I'm going to hope that that's the one with Missing You Like Candy. But I think if it's 2009, it's got to be... Well after that, because when did Missing You Like Candy come out? That was probably the early two thousands. Couldn't have, it could have even been the late nineties. You don't remember that? No. Oh. I'm missing you like candy. My name's Mandy. I don't think she says my name's Mandy, <laughs> but that was like a big song. It was on TV. They was had a really cheesy uh, music video that was on all the time. Well, anyway, I don't care about her. I will go back, I guess, and give Toto's Toto Four uh, another shot. Listen to those other songs that they listed. Maybe I know them. Maybe I'll pull it up and go, Not man, a chance. love Toto. Not a chance. I always hey, forget about Susanna. Right. You always already forgot about Susanna. About so that's what I'm saying. Maybe those other songs are good. Susanna. Yeah, from Toto. Just talking about the ones that were on the list. I don't even too. know that song. You just, yeah, Susanna. Or Rosanna. 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 Susanna. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? You just said Do they do songs about other people's names? I told names? you, I forget about it. I'm like, Susanna. Every song is somebody's name oh, that ends Susanna. in an A. Yeah. I'm like, man, how do I not know that? Now, Roxanna is coming up. Uh, I'm already I'm already spent, I think. The Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? We're doom scrolling, my man. So, yeah. yeah. Somebody attacked Biden's granddaughter's SUV in D.C., and How old the, is your granddaughter? Like 50? Like 30, I think. Yeah. <laughs> she's grown. I think she's married. Yeah, she uh, I don't know. She looks like she's in her late 20s, early 30s, something like that, probably. She's she kind of looks pretty. like the chick from Blade Runner. She's pretty. I don't know if anyone knows what I'm talking about, but she just no. kind of looks like that chick. Um, she's pretty. Anyhow, someone, it looks like these people just were attempting to break into a car, carjack this car, whatever, and they picked the wrong car because it was protected mm-hmm. by the Secret Service. Any concern about your granddaughter's safety, sir? The president's eldest granddaughter, Naomi Biden, was at home in the Georgetown section of Washington late Sunday when police were alerted to an issue. Just, I should just be advised, I, I think it's 2D and it's a... Uh... Secret Service involved. According to a statement from the Secret Service, agents spotted trouble near her home. Possibly three individuals breaking a window on a parked and unoccupied government vehicle. One Secret Service agent fired a shot. So I'm guessing that that shot scared them off and they ran away. I mean, I don't know how seriously. She's not in the car. When the news first broke yesterday, it sounded like she was in the car, right? And these guys run up and they attack the car and the Secret Service agent fires. That makes sense. But she's in the house and the car's out front. Like, are you firing a warning shot in the air? Hey, get out of here. I don't think you the Secret Service. Shoot warning shots in Georgetown. You ever I been there? I wouldn't think so. I You're wouldn't busy. think so. Right. And it's yeah, like. It comes down somewhere. Right. You would think that that wouldn't be a thing. And maybe he pointed Man, it at him. I don't down. know. Hey, you tried to break in. I guess, yeah. But we know what you're doing. You're planting a bomb, whatever. We're, we're the Secret Service. And if you don't back up right now, and I'm sure they warned him. I'm sure they said, back off. And I'm sure these guys kept trying to break the window or whatever it was that they were doing, and so they shot at him. Um, speaking of politicians being attacked, not that she's a politician, but she's a family member of a politician. Remember when Paul Pelosi was attacked in his house with oh, a yeah. hammer? Christ almighty. I mean, I watched the video again this morning on the news because they kept playing it because he's now testified about what happened that night. So they were showing that video. Of, you know, when that guy comes in, he's asking, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? And this guy, you know, how old is Paul? Like 80-something, early 80s. And Snow cone he's, he's right. He's trying to fight uh-huh. this guy off. When the cops show up, there's that body cam footage where you see Paul Pelosi come to the doorway yeah. 
and then the the criminal standing there with the hammer. And for whatever reason, in that moment, Paul Pelosi decides, now that the cops here, I'm going to reach for the hammer. Yeah, it makes no sense. It makes no sense. And that's when, when he reaches for the hammer, that's when the guy cracks him in the skull yeah. with the hammer and fractured his skull, I think. The husband of former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi spoke publicly for the first time yesterday about the night that he was attacked inside the couple's San Francisco home last year. 83-year-old Paul 83. Pelosi told a federal jury that he was asleep when an intruder entered his bedroom. Oh, he God. said the man had a hammer and zip ties and asked, quote, where's Nancy? Adding that he had to take her out. She was not home. Well, Paul Pelosi managed to call police, and when they arrived, he grabbed for the hammer from the suspect, but the man struck him, fracturing his skull. 43-year-old David DePape has pleaded not guilty to attempted kidnapping and assault charges. How does that work when you say, I'm not guilty? Was it not guilty by insanity or what? Because there's video of you, and I mean, you literally did it. Let this play out in court. By yeah, you. I guess that's just how it works. Right? And your I lawyers got, tell you what to do. There's a chance. Yeah. Just need one juror, right? Yeah, yeah. Just need one juror. There's more of a chance. But I just wonder guilty. what the de- I wonder yeah. what the defense is. I don't know what their defense is. Like we're not guilty of these exact charges. You know, the charges are too he- steep, or uh, it wasn't me. Like I, I really nope. don't know. I I forgot all about this until they showed uh, that they were in it. court. Yeah, someone made me do it. I, I don't know. I'm friends with I'm him. A political prisoner. Maybe Elon Musk thing was true. You know, I was uh, partners with Paul Pelosi. Wasn't what did Elon say? Remember when Elon tweeted stuff about it and said like, oh uh, yeah, cause there's a lot of conspiracies that it was like his his lover. Yeah, and Elon. Oh, I think didn't Elon sort of start that rumor? Elon definitely contributed I think, to it. I thought he kind of started it. Like, well, I don't know. You know, I think maybe Paul would had been sleeping with you. Yeah. You have to look that he definitely up. Definitely made a joke. It was about one it. of the crazier things. Mm-hmm. And he, I know he's tweeted a lot of crazy stuff. That was one of the crazier things. He called that guy that was trying to rescue those kids a pedo, right? Yeah, in Thailand. In Thailand, that was probably the that first thing I remember. And I know yeah. there's been a handful of those. They've talked about him in that Elon documentary but the one about pelosi was up there and it was pretty bad i think he maybe later apologized for it he probably apologized for most or all of those there is now new video of trump aides um being interviewed about the alleged election interference and because this case is going on i guess this has something to do with the plea agreement that the lawyers have uh, released some of this video i'm not exactly sure but abc news was the one who originally got pieces of this video and it shows Jenna Ellis and Sidney Powell um, talking about what happened the days after the election and what Trump was saying behind the scenes. And, you know, it's not all that shocking. His people and Trump were saying, we're not going to leave. We're stick- sticking around. Was he had won. Through a series of taped interviews between prosecutors and defendants who've accepted plea deals. He said um, to me in a kind of excited tone, well, we don't care and we're not going to leave. In her session with Georgia prosecutors, Jenna Ellis, a former Trump legal advisor who pleaded guilty last month for her efforts to overturn the election, detailing to prosecutors an alleged conversation with top Trump aide Dan Scavino at a White House Christmas party. He said the boss uh, is not going to leave under any circumstances we are just going to stay in power the boss is not going to leave under any circumstances we are just going to stay in power yeah good for them well interesting i mean i know that a lot of uh people on the left have been saying that this next election any circumstances part that's troublesome it really is right it really is we're going to stay in power under any circumstances under any circumstances like even if we lose the election yeah but if you were to just say don't worry about it we're going to stay in power you could play that off play as we, we thought we, the, the votes vote. were going to come in. We thought that the truth don't, would come out. Hey, don't worry about it. We're going to stay in power. Yep. But under any circumstances is a little more ominous. Pretty close to by any means necessary. Exactly. And 
you hear these people saying, well, this next election could be the last one because if, if Trump wins, he's, you know, who's to say he's going to leave? You can go, oh, well, he'll leave. He left last time. But I don't know. I mean, honestly, who – there were people in 2016 who said if Trump gets elected, he has a hard time losing. What if he loses, uh, you know, for his reelection bid, he might not leave? And you're like, okay, yeah, but he will. And then he did, really didn't want to leave. Now, he did, but, it, you know, took a, a riot party, a pi- – Capital riot, a capital party, a capital insurrection, impromptu whichever tour. one you choose. Yeah, an impromptu tour of the capital and a few deaths, and also a lot of fighting. And of course, he didn't go to the uh, whatever handing off of the baton, the, the swearing in. Is that just a swearing in? Is that what it is that he? Yeah, said he wasn't usually going to the inauguration. They typically meet each other at the White House yeah. though, and they walk in. And they and he definitely didn't go to the inauguration. He did not go to the inauguration, but he didn't receive him at the White House. Yeah, okay. I didn't know if there was like a, a you name remember for when that. Trump did that with Melania, and they gave the the gifts and all that. And no. Remember when Melania shows up and gives Michelle the gift, the blue, like the blue uh, Tiffany's no. box? Uh-uh. No, no I don't remember that. Tradition, but, okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, you know, that's what these people are saying now. And they, both of them have already pled guilty. I think they took these plea deals and, um, you know, I don't know. Are Trump supporters saying that that's a lie or are they just saying they shouldn't have left under any means necessary? I really don't know. I think they do say it. I watched a little bit left. of that insurrection next door. Mm-hmm. I think they th- still think it was stolen. Oh, for sure. Um, so they shouldn't have left. Yeah, but if they think, I think that's what they think. If they think this person said we're not leaving no matter what, they yeah, take I think that they, as, that's good. Okay, even if they found out that they lost, but I don't think they did. I don't they think they ever did. will. Okay, okay, right. So just like right now, if I say there are no weapons of mass destruction, all these many years later, we're going to start to get texts or comments or something from somebody saying yes, there were. Yeah, but just the for same for thing. They're, you're never going to com- convince them that they lost the election. It's just not a thing. It's pretty crazy. Um, I mean, even after the administration came out, so like, yeah, there weren't right. any. Uh, I'd never heard of Bobby Storm before yesterday. Had you, Snowcone? You're a big music guy. Do you know gospel music? Nope. Okay. Well, she's a gospel singer. Apparently, she's been nominated for a Grammy. This and she was on an airplane, and this airplane had some sort of issue. It was getting ready. To, it was taxing towards the runway. I guess I had to turn around and go back to the gate for some reason. It got delayed. So she decided she's going to start singing. You know, I mean, she is Grammy nominated after all. The lead flight attendant, whatever he's called, said, uh, you need to stop singing. Now, what's also interesting about this, there's video, and the video that's been released that's, that everyone's watching and that the news is using. What airline? came from, I don't know what airline. It looked like, uh, it might have said in the article, but it looked like it was, like they were wearing blue uniforms and they had TVs in the back of the seat. So United. Maybe, American Airlines. Yeah, or maybe yeah, Frontier. They Delta. Have the, yeah. Uh, but the video that's, that's out there is one that she posted to her Instagram. This is not like... Someone recorded her, and they released it, and everyone's like, look at her. I think she released it, and the person filming it, I have every reason to believe, was probably with her, was probably traveling with her, because she's sitting next to her, or they're sitting next to her, and they're the ones filming. And then Bobby Storm released it on her Instagram. And there are people, I will say, I think they're in the minority, just from skimming it and looking at the comments, but there are (coughs) people defending her. And certainly in this moment on the airplane, there are people defending her. The guy tells her to stop singing. She doesn't want to stop singing. She's kind of arguing with this flight attendant. And then she tells everyone, everybody, I was nominated for my first Grammy. And Mm. people on the airplane start applauding her like they're encouraging her. This is the moment Grammy-nominated singer Bobby Storm is approached by a Delta crew member for getting out of her seat and singing in the aisle after she says the plane returned to the gate for maintenance issues. Oh, I just found out I'm up for two Grammys. My very first time, you guys. I'm your flight leader. I need you to follow my instruction. Okay. My instruction for you to answer my question. Are you able to be quiet? What do you guys think? 
What do you guys oh, think? Oh, yeah. Yeah, what do you they think? Let's take a vote. So now she's right. Thinking, yeah. Exactly. God. And it's unclear what happened before, but the video starts with her walking down the aisle when everyone else is seated, and he's coming up like, you need to sit down. So I assume that she'd just gotten done singing at that point, and then he told her to stop, and I, I don't know if she was going to go talk to him or if she was going to go sing from the front of the airplane. What's weird is this video is old. I mean, I think it's like at least I, – I think they were saying that it's been around for like a month or really? something. Okay. Yeah, I think it's been around a little while. I could be wrong, but that it's going viral now, that people are sharing it and talking about whether or not it's okay because there's – I don't know who shared it first, but this idea of is it ever okay she is Grammy-nominated for someone to sing on an airplane. I think the obvious answer is hear no. Sing? I don't hear her sing in the video. Hmm. It's just her arguing with the, the flight crew. If there is video of her singing, it's not in that one that they were showing on the news, which, of course, is – you know. I'm just, just watching what they're showing. Uh, but I remember the Christian band. Remember them who sang In the Skies? They were like at cruising mm-hmm. altitude. Mm-hmm. That band got up with the guitars and they start singing. That, I don't need I that. I girl that did no. Country Roads. I don't remember that. I know there's been she did multiple she people who sang. She did an elevator sang. and an airplane. But like when you get your but whole it, group well, together. Like what it, I mean, I don't know. If there's some sort of like uh, panic situation, I'd be like, hey, sit down. Yeah. But if they're just taxing back, like, I don't care if this lady sings. Like, it's the least of my worries. The most of my worries is that this plane is too goddamn crowded. Well, sure. Right? It's, just, it's just common courtesy. Like, we're yeah, already... What about if you, like, the, the airline people talk, say stupid stuff over? Like, I'm just used to it. Yeah, but it's like, they, like, when you belting don't, don't, out gospel to Right, us. but aren't the people on the microphone, they're like, hey, let me tell you a little story. You're like, no, don't. Like, they're always telling jokes and, like, I, I don't know. The whole thing's corny and stupid uh, look it sucks which is why i just would like everyone to shut up right you know I get and mind it. their own business they it, she says in part of the clip like i don't know i think the people are enjoying it you know because he's like will you please stop singing she's like i think people are enjoying it and he says we're like well i'm not enjoying it. right and i know that there's got to be other people in there who are thinking i'm not enjoying it but they don't want to say anything and also some of those people who clap probably just felt Compelled to because like there's a group think like, it's over, hey, done. okay, you're nominated. Good for you. Okay, That's now done. stop singing, though. It's, it's, it's great. But you can't get up and start grabbing your instruments and singing songs in the aisle. I mean, you can, but we'd really prefer that you not. Right. Just don't. And with the Christian band, I'm already superstitious. Like, now what's happening? Well, I'm 35,000 feet in the air, and this Christian band just stood up Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. This was, they like, were just eh. taxing back, right? They never even took They're off. They're stuck so on the like, tarmac. Whatever. Yeah. I don't care. So you're already, you're already, you know, In annoyed. the air, I'm like, you need to shut up. Okay. But I just, you know, if you're, I don't know, taxing around, like, we got to go back and we're going to sit and think, I'm like, oh, this sucks. You suck. This whole thing sucks. I guess it depends on, you know, if I can drown out with my headphones, you know, her singing. If she's sitting right next right. to me, probably not. But just, no one. Just you start my singing mom said, yourself. My mom told me no one cares what you know. No one cares that you can sing, at least not the people on this airplane. This is right. not the audience for that. You, if there that is an audience happens, you start singing. At the Grammys, they might care that you can sing. At one of your shows, I'm sure they I think care as soon as she sits down, you stand up and start rapping. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. I'm sure they would take me off immediately. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Whoopies infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Finishing doom scrolling. Do so it. we uh, talked a little trash on Josh Allen earlier, but last night's game was actually a good weeknight football game. Yeah, right. I mean, it wasn't like it was a really important game or anything, but it was a crazy game. The ending is one of those endings that I think we'll probably remember. Uh, maybe not because it wasn't an important game, but I, I felt like that was a pretty wacky ending, especially because you didn't see the game. First of all, I mean, the fact that Buffalo was you know down was, I think, uh, 
I don't know if it was that big of a surprise or not, actually. I'm not really sure. I don't know what the spread was going in. But people certainly expected Buffalo to be better than they've been this year. Right. And uh, so they're down. It's the end of the game. It had already been a weird game. And they go to kick the field goal. Like, they'd been in field goal range, and they were out. And then they got back in with that pass interference. So that, in and of itself, was entertaining. But then the field goal, they missed the field goal. I don't remember. How many yards was it? It, was a, it wasn't that far. It's not like this was a 60-yard field goal. But he misses. But flag on the play. Too many men on the field, which was extra crazy because when I was watching them run out there to kick that field goal, it just is total pandemonium. I thought for sure that Denver was going to screw up and have too many men on the field. Right. Because it just looked like they didn't know what they were doing and their guys were not coming up the field. So when that flag was thrown, I thought, oh, this is going to be on Denver. But it, it was not. 41-yard drive for the win. Lutz. He missed it. But the flag is down. 12 men on defense. Five-yard penalty. Wow. And this will move the ball inside the 20, and it becomes a 36-yard game-winning field goal attempt by Will Lutz. Good snap, good hold. Kick, perfect. And the Broncos have come to Buffalo, and they're going to leave with a win. 24-22. The look on Josh Allen's face, there were a couple moments where there was that, that look. The look after the pass interference, I mean, he made the same face several times, like, oh, no. Uh, you know, an interesting thing about that, when, if you watch the Manning cast, mm-hmm. earlier in the game, they were uh, Denver was going for a field goal, and Peyton was like, wait, what? Where? And then they, they started talking about how bad both teams were. Oh, really? In the first half about getting on for the field goal. Really? Okay. And then even Eli said, yeah, if you're the quarterback, like stuff I didn't even know, but makes sense. Like, if you're the quarterback, you got to go high. You go high and get out of the way. Okay. So you're running off high because the kicker's going to come in straight. You don't want to get it's in this a, way. There's so a plan like, to it. Right. And, they, and he even said, like, yeah, you know. And then Peyton mentioned something about the defense. Anyway, they were talking about how to get players on and off. And he, and they, and he said, you got to work on it this weekend. they got to work the on it. And the came down to yeah, that. It was That's crazy. crazy. How far do the kids on your football team that you coach, how far do they have to kick for an extra point? Well... So, to encourage, because it's hard to kick an extra point. Well, I would think it's hard. Yeah, so it's hard I to kick a football. Like a, it's a 20-yard field goal, I think, a 20-yard, I think, maybe. Okay. How often but, do they um, make the extra if you point? Cook, if you kick the extra point, you get two points. If you go for it, you only get one. Okay. So, they make it so, like, oh, okay. hey, we want you to we want try you to this. learn how to yes. do this. So, how often would you say they make it? It's less than half the time? Less than half. Probably 40% of the time, for the I extra, think, our kicker did. And I don't think... Our kicker was pretty good. He plays soccer. Okay. Um... Which is how you find the yep. kicker. You're yep. like, hey, which one of your kids plays soccer? They're like, I do. Yep. All right, Steve. Yep. Our You're the kicker. kicker. So he was pretty player. good. But um, I don't even think – I don't think any of the teams we played tried. Okay. They just they said, just went we'll for go it. for yeah. the point? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I saw them trying. I saw other teams trying when I was out there on those fields, and it looked like they were always missing. And I right. thought, well, look, I mean, you'd expect it. It's hard. You watch high school games, they miss a lot of those. Yep. They don't try and kick a lot of field goals That's in high tough. school because it's so tough. It's weird looking back. Our kicker on our team when I was in high school had never played football. He was a soccer player. I don't know how good he was. I don't know that he was great. But he definitely played soccer his whole life, and I think he was on the high school soccer team. But they brought him out to start kicking field goals, and they're like, this guy's great. And I saw him at the games. He could kick extra points for sure, and he could kick field goals. He was good enough, and, I mean, he had never tried before. And he was good enough that he got a scholarship to go to college. And I think he only went for like a year. I don't know how it went in college. But the point is, that's where they found the kicker for the high school team because he was better than all the kickers they had been experiencing with. And the coach had said, we got to find someone. So he went to the soccer team, 
found a guy and he's like, yeah. I want to kick a football. Because I knew the guy. And he was telling me the story. He's like, I didn't think I could kick a football. You know, right. football. It's and different. It, he could. For sure. Yeah. for sure. I think it's one of the most impressive things. I think punting in the NFL and kicking in the NFL are two of the most impressive parts of the game to watch. I mean, you just expect it to go right. They're pros. They make a lot of right, money. Sure. And you see it normally go right. But, but I don't know which is man, more impressive. So you know, is is kicking a sixty yard field goal more impressive or the punt? My brother says punting that spiral down the field impresses him more. I think they're equally as impressive. Nah, that kicking Just a field goal, un- man. Under under that pressure and then kicking that ball that far. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we went out there right now and all gave it a shot without trying to aim it. Not a chance. No aiming involved. Just how far can Not you kick a it? I don't know how far it goes, but I would guess Not fi- far. fifteen yards, Not maybe. Far. Maybe. And it's not going to be going in the same direction ever. Uh, okay, so the movie Five Nights at Freddy's. If you haven't seen it, it's uh, like a spoof of a Chuck E. Cheese restaurant. And this guy comes and he's like, working security, right? Wasn't that the, yeah. the job? And it involves the animatronics from the band. So if you've ever been to a Chuck E. Cheese, you right. know they've got the, the band up there with the moving mouth. They did a documentary about the animatronics at one point and how it was probably uh, 10 years ago now. I think you said you watched it. I don't remember, but it, it, the whole thing's run off this very ancient technology because they started these things like in the 70s or 80s, right. and they basically are run off of a cassette tape. They don't have tape, them anymore. Like those think. things that, uh, like a Teddy Ruxpin, when you put the tape in, it would make the lips move. There was something similar to how these uh, mouths were actuated. It was just really, really old technology, and they never updated them. Um, a lot of places did still have them. The ones that, the place that I went with my niece for her birthday parties and her friends or whatever, they still had it. Now, the last time I was there was probably when they were young enough. It's been probably eight or nine years ago, something like that, when one of them was young enough to have a party there, maybe 10 years. But I know that I've been in Chuck E. Cheese's that they just didn't have them. And I was like, no, okay, they, they took like them out. Maybe they never had them. But so some of the restaurants still have them, and they're acting like this story is related to the Five Nights at Freddy's that Chuck E. Cheese has decided we're pulling the bands from all of the stores except one. They're going to keep one in Southern California, but that's it. The rest of them are all going away. Call it Five Nights at Freddy's Effect. Chuck E. Cheese says it's removing its iconic animatronic bands from all of its locations Good. except for one. According to a press release, Chuck E. Cheese plans to evolve its entertainment to cater to younger crowds as the company approaches its 50th anniversary in 2027. Okay, so they're talking about how they're going to do dance floors and some sort of uh, game board I didn't exactly understand, but I liked the band. As a little kid, yeah, they're saying it's for kids. For as a little kid, I was like, "That thing's singing." I mean, look, you can say it's cheesy, but it didn't matter when I, I was a kid, it, right? But it, I think it was it's different cool. now. Kids just aren't int- aren't impressed by that. No, I remember when I used to take my kids all the time to Chuck E. Cheese, mm-hmm. and like I'd go on like a Wednesday morning when no one was there, yeah, and just be like, "All right, let's go in there and roll this place for tickets. Let's <laughs> yeah. go." Um, and I remember them being super little, like your kids, it was younger than your kid, Snowcone, maybe the same uh-huh. age. But I remember taking them in the first time, and we're playing video games, and they're, like, touching the screen. Like, what the? Yeah. What? Why? It doesn't work. Mm. This game's broken. I'm like, no, no, no. The controls are down here. They're like, okay. Right. Right? And that was, you know, when they were just using iPads. Before they got onto Xboxes and Playstations, they figured it out. But, you know, just playing on phone games and iPad games, they're like, why isn't this thing moving and touch? I think they look at those things, and they're like, what is this old, stupid... 
It's weird. mouth not even moving to the... Yeah, <laughs> right. but I always thought it was... I mean, yeah, it was, it was kid, cool because was you cool. were young, and it was really right. tech, good technology, I just but it's not anymore. Because they still do, like, uh, at Disney and stuff, I'm, I mean, it's quite a bit better, like the Hall of Presidents and all that stuff. I always thought that the talking yeah, robots were cool. I hated the cool. Hall of Presidents. Oh, you did? I thought it was so cool. Oh, the my Hall God. of Presidents? Whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah, where you, where, Why, Who likes that? You don't no, like it? No, they're creepy and stupid. They're talking robots. It was cool. It was like, that's Abe Lincoln talking about. always made us go at the end of the night their oh. animatronics are cool yeah but the talking robots are just kind of like old yeah like robots i was like look at that I mean? thing i don't know i thought it was interesting uh maybe maybe i have a fascination hi with i'm robots. george washington i'm like oh yeah i remember being cool. a kid the like, trump one was God. great because it was clearly gonna be hillary <laughs> yes i know and they had to like change it <laughs> last minute i i believe that 100 percent that they, they did absolutely 100 um when you guys were kids, did you go to Chuck E. Cheese? It was called Showbiz yeah. when I was a kid. Chuck E. Cheese. I had to look this up at some point because even the Chuck E. Cheese that I would take my niece to, the poster still said Showbiz Pizza on the bottom. And I looked it up and they merged at some point. <laughs> but the Trump there were both. <laughs> the Trump uh, the, animatronic. The yeah, yeah, it's not it's very so good. Ridiculous. I'm sure he wasn't happy about that. Yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> the band is gone. So. You know, if you were hoping to get your kids to see, if there is still one by you and you want your kids to see, you better go now because apparently they're about to rip them all out of there. We went not too long ago. Was there a band at the one you went to? Uh, no, I think most of them. No, are but he gone. came out like in the costume when they did. Right, like, that's yes. where'd you go? The one yeah. on Metcalf. The one by Zona Rosa. Okay, because the one on Metcalf too. They ever since I've been there, they didn't have the. Yeah, there was no band. They just yeah. come out in the suit. Yeah, it's a mascot, and they do a dance or whatever. I think any of them that were built after a certain time never had those bands because I've been to some of the newer ones and they they never had the bands in them. I don't think. Uh, Snohomish County, Washington. Oh, I've been there. Yep, familiar with Snohomish County. Is that uh, like Seattle area? Yes. Yeah. Okay. There, Suburb. Suburbs. There is a um, uh, town there called Gold Bar. It's very small, I guess. I'd never heard of it before. They have a grocery store, and there's a guy working at this grocery store who is wearing um, a shirt that has a picture of a, a, a Klan member on it. It's got a guy in a hood. In Seattle? Well, in Snohomish County. He's got a, he's got a Klan hood man. on. That's not as crazy as you'd think. Is uh, it, I thought Seattle was like just it is, but we're not, you're not in Capitol like, Hill. Okay, but you said suburbs. I feel yeah. like that's like yeah, what twenty minutes suburbs outside. Are everywhere. everywhere suburbs are the same. That's you what go you go to the city and they're liberal. Go further out and further out and further out. Right. Now you're in Now you're in Gold Bar, Washington, which would probably right. sounds to me like it would be the equivalent of Lone Jackson. I'm not okay. trying to talk ass on Lone Jackson. I'm saying some small town suburb. I was thinking closer than that. No, and I've never heard of Gold Bar, so it's got to be pretty small, but. This guy's wearing this shirt at the grocery store. It's got this Klan member on it, and it's got a, like looks like a Christmas wreath, and it says, "I'm dreaming of a white Christmas." And he's he's just wearing this. Not only is he wearing the shirt, he's also got a gun, which I guess is allowed. Where is he? He's in the grocery store. He works what at the grocery, grocery store? store. I don't know. I've never uh, heard of this grocery store before. Yeah, it's, I just saw it here. What did it say? And, and it's not one that I wasn't like with. a Safeway. No, no, it wasn't like KKK Mart or anything like familiar that you would know of. I'd never heard of grocery store. I don't know how many of them there are, but. Someone snuck a picture because this guy had been talked about, I guess, and someone decided they were going to sneak a picture while they go through his line. So you can see the shirt that he's wearing, and uh, he's wearing an apron over it, but um, you can still see the shirt. So they took the picture, they put it out there, and then it sparked this debate of whether or not he should be allowed to wear this thing. And on the local news up there, they're talking about free speech and, you know, does free speech cover this? It's like, why are we talking about this? First of all, yes, free speech means you can wear the shirt. But also, out no, you street, can't wear it to work. Out on the street, your you boss, can wear it. I would hope your boss would say that you can't wear it. But when they reached out to the grocery store, to the manager, the manager said, no comment. Now, <laughs> maybe at this point, the manager has said, look, I took action. But I just thought when the manager said no comment in the story, I thought, is he related to this employee? 
the is story he I read that he says multiple times no comment. Like they kept asking exactly him, no, comment, no comment, no comment, no comment. Like, why don't you have a comment on this? There should be a comment. It's got like, are you related to the guy or what? Or are you just? Or did you hire people in the KKK? Right. We saw Green Room. Wasn't that supposed to be in the Pacific Northwest? Yes. I know it was. I don't know if it was outside of Portland or outside of Seattle, but was, they yeah. were doing that interview with that college radio station in Seattle, I think. So it might have been Portland or Seattle. Yeah, Portland yeah. or Seattle. So it might have been. Um, it was one of those two areas where they were supposedly having those KKK get-togethers. Yeah. A small town divided. Didn't everybody fight for our freedoms, for free speech, and to be able to do what we want here? At the center of the division wife. is this grocery store. More specifically, this photo taken inside of it. Here you can see a local cashier at work, his shirt bearing the words, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, Knights of the Ku Klux Klan. Freedom of speech. That's not okay. That Why? woman the who's like, I, you have a right. Didn't people fight for these rights? That's got to be his girlfriend. The people that or think freedom of speech applies inside Walmart is so well, it, it's ridiculous. It, it, to your employer, like, you know, that yeah. I can say whatever I want on the job. No, no. You can, you can, go you can, you can be asked to wear a uniform. You can be asked not to say certain things. You can be asked sure. not to do certain things outside of work that you have to live up to a certain reputation. Moral Just like code. having an OnlyFans when you're a school teacher and they can you for it. Right. Uh, I don't understand why these people that they were interviewing. Some of them were saying people fought for these rights. It's a, sure, lady. Sure, he's allowed to buy the shirt. Someone's allowed to make the shirt. Yeah, he's allowed to wear it out in public. But he's working at the grocery store. Why isn't this grocery store manager? commenting on this either he's also sympathetic to this guy's cause or he's related to him or both or something something is going on there it makes no sense that the grocery store manager wouldn't have a comment or would allow a guy to come to work with a gun and a kkk shirt it just doesn't make any sense i i i the only place that i would think that would be acceptable is at some sort of a rally so one of those green room type get-togethers a, a, a skinhead mm-hmm. concert or something Anywhere else I would expect if you're on the job, they say no. There's like really no jobs in America. The fact that he I think it's no okay to wear it makes me think like he's he's, he's cool with right? it. Now I'm just envisioning yeah. Captain Picard yeah. right, from yeah. Green Room. Like what is going on up there? Are they all wearing Doc Martens and red laces? Yeah, the red laces. they red laces? Was yeah, that what they was. said? Yeah. I don't know if that's an actual thing or not, but I feel you like they like probably looked your red into laces. It. Yeah. Movie, yeah, only red laces, right? That's the population is 2,403. Oh, I okay, thought maybe it small. might have been like 500 people. But yeah, 2,000 is still pretty small. But that girl who's being interviewed and getting angry, because there's more. I only played you part of her. But she's really fighting for this guy. She's got to know him. She's got to be sympathetic to him. Maybe there's a bunch of well, sympathetic, to the sympathetic cause, you would think. people up there. Yeah, maybe they've like secretly moved there. Which we're free speech absolutist, but... That, but that's not what this is that's about. It's about wearing is. it to work. If you're at work. Right, and that if you go into a business... I guess the question is, should the business be in some sort of trouble because they're allowing this guy to wear it? Well, no. No. I don't think so. No, it's up to them. I'm just shocked that the business yeah. isn't yeah, getting but hit As I was trouble. looking at that, there's 2,000 people. It's Gold Bar. It was started with 40 families. I just wonder if How he's like... related? And not only that, if I say something, people aren't going to shop at my store. Like if he says we've disciplined the guy to yeah, he can't exactly, wear the shirt anymore? Right? Like if, if you're saying it's not a Safeway, it's just some sort of grocery store, yeah. and they don't have Safeways in big places. Where, so he's like, well, if I do this, if I say something, whether he agrees with him or not, he's, you know, 2,000 people. I'll lose the skinhead uh, dollars. The, but I'm guessing there's nobody else is what I'm saying. So you think that there no, are I'm saying if you're in Kansas City or you're in Seattle and somebody's wearing that and you are the manager of Safeway, you fire that dude. Mm-hmm. And it's okay if you lose some clientele because they believe it's 
Freedom that, of speech in there. That's what I'm asking. You think that there's a bunch of them up there. <clears throat> Enough that if yeah. they don't come to a store, it this shuts some, it down, this right? Is some if sort it's of a an place. independent grocery store. Yeah, that there which might is what be. I'm guessing you guys are saying. But I, I, that's, I what, that's what we're guessing. Is like, is there some sort of a, a group there? You know, then there's several of them. He feels comfortable enough wearing this shirt to work. So, and that girl's, it seems like she's not just fighting for freedom of speech. It seems like she's defending him in that interview. So it made me think maybe there's... Quite a few of them. I think another thing you think is that if you see someone wearing a KKK shirt around here, you think they might not have a lot of friends. Their rallies, their get-togethers might not have a lot of people showing up. Maybe they do, but I, ho- I would hope that they don't, and I tend to think that they probably don't. But maybe there is a, a group of them in Gold Bar, Washington. I don't know. If the city's feeling that divided and that scared to live in their own city, like that woman was saying, then maybe there's a movement. And again, I go back to Green Room because it, w- it took place up there. Maybe it took place up there for a reason. I don't know. I mean, I, I thought it was odd at the time because I thought, well, how many skinheads could there be up in Portland or Seattle? But maybe there is a, right, maybe maybe there is a group a big of them. Up there, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. It's called Family Grocer. That's the name of the store. Yeah. It's not, not, nothing I'd ever heard of. I don't know how many of them there are, but it wasn't like a store that people... Okay, so they with. said no comment, and they did add they do... Wait. He said no comment oh, wait, wait. more than once. We spoke with the manager because it almost mm-hmm. feels like... It's written wrong, but we spoke with the manager at Family Grocer who told us repeatedly no comment. They did add that they do condone, that they do condone their employees' actions. That they condone them. They do. That's oh. what it says right here. I've read it okay. seven times just to say. It's kind of worded like when you first read it that they I don't. You okay. just assume. Well, this is another article I found where they add they do. They did add they do not condone okay. employees' actions. Okay, that would make more sense. Well, I this guess. says they did add that they do condone. Right, so I'm that sounds like a misprint. Who says I do condone? Usually you'd say you don't condone or we condone. This is the local news. Instead well, you would say we I do condone. Do condone. You'd usually say I condone. We condone the behavior, or but we do. It sounds like they meant to say don't. I, I, say, they, I have no comment, but I do condone the behavior. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't yeah, see I the, that. Had to be I just saw the no comment right, repeatedly. Yeah. Well, so. now I'm confused because that's on MSN. Where they say they did add that they do condone and their employees' actions. Where are you reading it from? The original article? It was KIRO7. Yeah. It was a local yeah, news that's site. That's the one who did the story on it. Yeah. So that's the original story. It sounds like MSN copied it wrong. The Church of Laszlo. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. 
Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, tell me these rules. All right, so these They're are dating rules. rules. They say certainly by the time you're 50, these rules are gone. They change, they go away, they don't matter, or maybe you should do just the opposite, like the first one on the list. Um, they talk about dating friends. Now, we just mentioned earlier the whole friend rule. Don't be friends with your ex. Maybe don't be friends with someone that you like or someone that likes you where it's you know one-sided. But there is also the rule, apparently, that some people have that you should never date your friend. Now, this would imply that you have a friend who's straight uh, or gay or whatever. You know, Someone that could be attracted to you, you could be attracted back. Okay. And that neither one of you have ever dated before or talked about dating before. Or I suppose it could be someone that you liked in the past, or liked you in the past, you didn't like back, and it didn't work out. But they just say friends. That the rule is, some people have a rule, don't date your friends. It's kind of the opposite rule, honestly, of what we're saying. Because ours is, basically, you better be dating the person. <laughs> you shouldn't be hanging out with them anyway. Exactly. But they're saying that there is a rule that you're not supposed to date your friends because you don't want to lose that friendship, which I've heard that before. They're saying that once you get into middle age, once you hit about 50, that dating friends is... Uh, option that you can't really overlook you shouldn't overlook because they say some of the best relationships for people once they get older are people that they were they've been friends with for a long time maybe dating never came up it was never discussed and so you can't take those people off the table because things change i don't know how that works i don't have a lot of i don't have a lot of friends right yeah. uh so and i don't have a lot of friends of the opposite sex so i don't know exactly how that works i certainly i don't have know, any i i think like in high school i had a girl that I was friends with, I found out later that she liked me at some point. If I'd known, I, I would have dated her. I, I think I probably thought I liked her, but there was no chance she liked me back. I had no idea. So I just blew that. We don't talk. I mean, look, we're friends on Facebook, and once in a while I might like one of her family pictures or whatever. Sure. We're not friends. You know, I just, right. it's, it's rare. But I know there are people who are. Snoko might have friends that are girls that he's that he talks to somewhat regularly. I don't know. You're a little bit younger. Mm, not really. No? Okay. Well, your friend was with a girl. I do have a yes, I do have I do have a friend that's a girl, but we I mean we don't we don't talk a whole lot. We don't see each. It's not like we hang out. You know right. what I mean? Well, you have. So, yeah, we have. In the past. Like in the past, we did. Um, but man, that was that's been a long time. So, but anyway, apparently, once you get to a certain age, you're not supposed to overlook those people. You're supposed to change that rule actually, and you're allowed to date them, or I guess you should date them. I'm not exactly sure. It also says that once you get to a certain age, you have to realize that, and this is really not going to be a good one for for you. I don't think you're going to agree with this. That you should always prioritize all of your partner's needs over your own. And that when you're younger, they tell you not to do that. Take care of yourself. Make sure you're doing well. But then when you get older, you're supposed to do just the opposite. Prioritize well, them first. And then I guess everything good will come back to you if you're prioritizing because them first. Because they're supposedly reading the same wiser. survey. I guess they're older and, and wiser they're too. prioritizing you. And Yeah, so if you're prioritizing them first, then it should come back. And if it's not, then you can just end the relationship. But the goal should be prioritize them before yourself. I think I feel like therapists tell you not to do that. Now, again, they, they are saying these are rules that change when you get older, but right. don't they say you need to take care of yourself, prioritize yourself first, sure. take care of yourself first? I do know people, I think, that have been in relationships where it seems like they, 
they are looking for the person to make them happy. And I don't know, a lot of these people I don't really know that well. And the person I'm thinking of, I guess I don't know that well. But it seems like he kind of is looking for someone to make him happy. And I do think a lot of times, like, you know, maybe if you tried to make her happy, then maybe she'd make you happy back. And if she doesn't, then it's not the right relationship. I don't know. But if, you just, if you're just always out there searching for who's going to make me feel complete, it's probably, stuff, yeah. it's, it's probably not going to end well for you. Um, plain hard to get. Apparently, as you get older, you're supposed to... Play not play hard to, to get. get. You're supposed to play easy to get. <laughs> I would argue that the playing hard to get thing is always bad because just like that girl that I was friends with in high school, I don't know if you'd say that she's playing hard to, to get, but I didn't know. I didn't know, and a lot of us don't know. I think there are people who are much better at that. Maybe they just have more self-confidence. But if you're playing hard to get, I'm not – I am just going to assume that that means you don't like you're me. trying to be nice, yes, and you are trying to nicely – let me down, which has happened many times. And I'm right, sure that most of those times, that's exactly what was happening. But if ever there was a case of someone that was trying to play hard to get, well, it's, it, it's not going to work with me. Now, maybe, I don't know, Snow Cone, if someone's playing hard to get, do you try and win them over and bring them flowers and sweep them off their feet? To a, no. certain, to a certain degree. Really? I mean, maybe to a, little, to a certain degree. I not think much. even in this day and age, it's considered stalking and rude. I think it's weird. I think if you say no or well, close to no. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, if they, you say anywhere, if you give me just vibes that you're not into me, then I, I, by, by rule... In 2023, I need to quit texting you. Yeah. No, I, I'm being I, honest. I, I, I like, I, like, like, if they're like, hey, it's too you know, pushy. it ain't it. And then you show up with flowers or something. Like, right. Yeah, I already told you. You're about to be <laughs> on Twitter. Yeah. No, no, no. If they, the if, they, if they say no, I'm not thinking, oh, they're playing hard to get. I'm going to try. Like, it has to be like you, like, you, somehow you know they're playing hard to get. Like, but, like, I again, know. to a certain degree. Yeah, I, I wouldn't would know. know. I yeah, just assume I maybe you're, I, want either. I assume you're being nice and you're trying to nicely let me know. I'm not going to pursue it. Not interested. I mean, Again, there are people who can pick up on that stuff better, I guess, but it, it's not me. Now, the next one, they say the dating rule that changes when you get older, is opposites attract. I don't know that that was ever actually a thing, no. but it's it just, just a thing that they fun. say, and it's a good Paul Abdul song, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, and you might say, you might be able to look at your relationship and go, we are kind of opposites. And look at that. It's true. Opposites attract. But come on, let's be honest. Most of the people I know who are in relationships and have been in relationships, they're not all Similar that different. Ideas, yeah. They have a lot of, a lot of shared interest and a lot of shared goals and yeah just a lot of commonalities now they're saying when you get older you should look for those people i say you should always at least be open to those people you should never i would hope in your 20s like well i don't know we're too much alike we like the same music like the same movies i get it you might say this could be boring for us but i would say at least give it a shot first before you just say throw it out i mean when you're younger a little bit of friction is good well, a little bit of friction, also maybe being introduced to some things that are yeah, right. different. That, someone right. that helps you because you can get stuck in your ways. Find somebody outside of your. Yes. But once you're in your forties or fifties, I'm guessing whoever you meet isn't really going to. You've already met enough people, probably. Yeah. To settle where you are and land where you are, uh, right. the chances of them hitting bestowing you with some great insight. Right. That's going to change your world. That's probably ain't it. And if they like to go but out every college, night, and you hate leaving the house. You're like, hey. Yeah. You know, maybe there's some, you know, uh, wow. All maybe right. I'll become a traveler or whatever Teach this person's into. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the next one, most, most of these, by the way, if you go through all of them, it's basically like uh, as you get older, once you hit a certain age, you got to, you're kind of lowering your standards. You're kind of saying, this stuff is silly. I'm not going to play by all these rules. And this is a perfect example of that because they say that by the time you hit 50, you can get rid of the rule that your partner must complete you, which. I feel like what they're saying is if you can find someone who can tolerate you, right. you can tolerate, you can tolerate them, them, and you guys get along okay, 
then that's fine. They specifically say you don't have to be looking for your better half. You don't have right. to say this is my better half. It can just be the person that you're with. Yeah. And I say to me, that is really just a, a a prime example of come on, guys, let's just take it down a notch. You're well, looking I mean, today. Sounds like the Kevin Hart stand up, like you know, after your second divorce, like hey, look. I- you, you want to die with me? Right. right? That's, That's it. it. That's it. That's, I'm not I'll be there more. or you'll be there. Whoever right. goes first. Die. Can we die together? Yeah. And we'll live together and we'll try to get along as much as we can. But you do not have to complete me and you do not have to be my better half. They also say, I don't know why this is a thing when you get older. And maybe you would argue, Laszlo, that, it's, that it should still be a thing. But they say that once you get older, um, if you're a woman looking for a guy, if you're looking for a guy, he doesn't have to be the primary breadwinner. You shouldn't be looking for him to be the primary breadwinner. But that does seem already kind of dated age, a little bit, it right? It does, but, and, but especially at that age, you're probably already taking care of yourself. Right. right. And, yeah, if you're single especially, I mean, I guess, you know, maybe not. Maybe you're waitressing and you're having a hard time getting by and your bills are late. I don't know. But still, just the idea that you're looking for someone to take care of you, I don't think that that should be unacceptable. I, I think someone should be allowed to say, like, I'm looking for someone who can take care of me, who, you know, makes – decent money, and can help provide for me, and that's something I'm looking for. If someone wants to have I mean, sex with me bad enough that they want to help take care of me, then I'm into it. I think that's, that's reasonable. okay, I guess. It's reasonable, but put, if you put the shoe on the other foot, if you're like a guy and you're like, I'm just looking for somebody right. a little bit younger than me and hotter than me who, yeah. who's looking for someone to take care of them yeah. and lets me have sex with them. Yeah. Well, okay, but that doesn't sound nearly as good, does it? Well, no, but also, or if you're just a hot guy, and you're like, I'm so hot. These women come up to me all the time. I'm just going to look for one that has money. I mean, you're just like you said, it's just as easy to marry a rich one as it is a poor one. I don't think that that should be so hushed, you know, like, come on, you're only dating her because of this. Yeah, actually, I am. That's that's the big part of it. Um, They also say that by the time you get into middle age, you should stop expecting the guy to always pay on the date. That's kind of like the guy being the provider. Same concept. Again, I feel weird not paying. I know these women on social media can lose their minds and, and and freak out. Now, I know it's not all of them, but I see them talking about how he tried to split the bill with me. And these are on first dates. Oh, yeah. And they're calling these guys out and they're doxing them. It's like, you obviously, at least a good portion of you, still think that the guy should pay. And not yeah. only that, you think that that's such a set-in-stone rule that you can go on Twitter or whatever and make fun it. of someone who didn't, right. someone that you just met. So I will... I don't know exactly. I probably need a lot of therapy. I definitely need a lot of therapy. Well, I don't think so. But I, I do think to me. if I don't have a job making decent money, I know that my self-worth w- would be quite a bit lower, right? It, and I think that as a guy, there is still kind of this pressure to at least try and make probably. close to as much money or be some sort of a provider. Right. Somewhere. And if I can't provide in the sense that I'm not strong and protect you from danger and those things, which I can't, then what else I got I going for me? I can, I, can, like I can pay man. for dinner. Yeah, that's not what you said in the past. Um, they also say that by the Stay time... you at home with your pants on, your shoes on. <laughs> that's true. I'm ready to run. Yeah, I'm right. ready to run. Well, they also say when you get older that you have to, or you can at least, get rid of the idea that a good relationship means that you don't argue. Because when you get older, you know that arguing is okay. I would. I mean, look, relationships are going to be arguments. I know that some people say they don't argue at all. Maybe you don't. That's fine. But I've never thought that... If you argue at all, the relationship is no good. I think plenty of people argue. Some people like yeah. to argue. That well, girl that I was in high school, she wanted to argue. I remember her wanting to argue with me. She wanted to argue with her boyfriend. She told me straight up, I try and argue with him, and he won't argue back. Right. People feel like then we don't care, them. which is kind of yeah. true. Right. It's like, just yell at me. Like, if I, like, if I, you know, there's points in relationships where you know it's over, where I'm like, I don't even care what you think. Like, why would I argue with you? Yeah. 
You're just an idiot. I, I, I'm just. I, I'm ready to leave this house right, right now, I hate and it. I'm fine. I don't with even that. want to talk to you. Yeah. So I, I think but when it you get to that point, the then you really know it's over. Yeah. But when it's you get not older, worth arguing anymore. I think you know when you get older that uh, arguments aren't the end of the world. If you're arguing all the time, sure, leave. The next one uh, rule they say you gets uh, thrown out the window when you're 50 is that the first year of your relationship will decide what the rest of your relationship is like. Like if the first year doesn't go perfectly. Because they're saying a lot of people think when they're younger that this is the uh, honeymoon year, oh, right. the honeymoon period, because you just got together, everything is great, everything should be awesome. So if it's not all great and awesome that first year, then is it really worth it? Because it's probably going to go downhill from here. They say when you get older, you realize it can actually get quite a bit better as time goes on, mm-hmm. which I would say I've been in some of those relationships. I mean, my, my ex and I, we moved. Like, she moved to Seattle. So we were stuck together. Yeah. If we had not been stuck together, we would not have stayed together. Sure. It, she... Did not like me. I don't, th- I, I don't think she would be shocked to hear that I didn't really like her in a lot of those moments. Like, dude, what is going on? I mean, she, she just was, we were not, we had, we'd never really been dating. We just kind of started dating. And then I moved and she's like, well, I'll come visit. And then it's like, well, I'll just stay for a few months. And then she's stuck there. Right. I mean, there was screaming, door slamming, just total awfulness. Right. And I was coming to work like, dude, I don't, she, I, I just met her. You know, a month ago, and she, last night she's screaming because I couldn't remember her middle name, which right. to this day I'm not positive. But the point is, hmm. uh, what is what? it? I don't. I'm not. I don't know now. Hmm. I just thought I was like, damn it, I still don't know. So it probably was an issue. Maybe it had been longer than a month, but it hadn't been longer than Do two. You need to know their middle name. I don't know. It seemed like a weird thing, but she later said like she just she hadn't been in a relationship. She never lived with anyone. It got so much better after that first year. So. I think I probably learned from that that relationships can, can get better, but I understand the idea of if things aren't good that first year, why, why stick it out? And I, I probably would tend to agree with that. If you just met someone and things aren't going good, if there's nothing really good, then you don't say, well, give it a year. Yeah. It's not like a job. Like my dad would say, stick with the job for at least six months. That's a lot of time. Right? Man. See how it goes. And after six months, if you still don't like it, you can quit. I don't think a relationship has to be like that. Like, you know, give it a year. And see how it's going. If it's well, going terribly, know. then you're allowed to leave in the first year. You are. I, I, I don't, you know, I think that's one thing that changed. I used to be like, well, you know, I'll quit this job when I find another one. That's true. And I was looking for another one. Yeah. So I'd be in a relationship and be like, all right, this thing's horrifying. Yeah. I'm going to look for another one, but I'm not going to quit this one just yet. Yeah. Now I'm just like, I'll just quit on a win. I don't even, I don't want to work anymore. <laughs> you learned that quitting right. is uh, not only easy, but it, it's, it's something that you have the capability of doing. Right. Because before you weren't sure what happens. What does it look like? I don't know what's on the other end. And now you know. Yeah. Well, it's pretty good. All right. I knew we ran out of time, but I got, I, there was one I have to skip to okay. because this is one of my favorites. And it's <coughs> one of the rules that I wish would go away anyway, which is never go to bed angry. And they say when you're older, you can get rid of that rule. You're allowed to go to bed angry. I think they need to get rid of that rule Altogether. to begin with. Because if you are ready to go to bed or if you've NyQuil been in bed. probably kept my marriage going for an extra year. Yeah, just go to sleep already. <laughs> it's like. Pound some NyQuil and be like, yeah, I get it. Right. You're then when angry? they're not looking, you drink some NyQuil, take some Benadryl and go to sleep. If you're angry, there's no reason to fight right now as we're no. getting ready to go to bed or as one of us has already been asleep. I'm not waking up to have a fight. Go to sleep. And if that means we got to go, I got to go sleep on the couch, you got to go sleep on the couch, whatever, you are definitely allowed to go to bed angry because I don't think you're going to be as angry in the morning. You might still and be NyQuil angry. And NyQuil is the key. Because if you're angry, you're not going to be able to sleep. Yeah. And neither are they, so you're just going to end up fighting. So... One of you is going to be on the couch. One of you is going to be on the bed. And then 
neither one of you are going to be able to sleep, so you're going to fight again. It may be yes. an hour later. It may be. So now you're just putting off the inevitable. Yep. Because now it's 4 o'clock in the morning and you're fighting when it could have been done at midnight, but now you've put it off because you said you're going to go to bed angry. So just take NyQuil. Yes. And then wake up at 8 a.m. Yes. I argue that if you are starting to fight at 3 o'clock in the afternoon, go to bed. Yes. I mean, honestly, that's what my instinct is like, oh, my God. And yeah. I will walk into Pretend the bedroom and sick. lay down. What are you doing? Why are you laying in bed? I want to go to sleep now. <laughs> I, I want to go to sleep. I want to wake up. That's and the sober. only place I can this escape This is my magic fight absurdity. machine. <laughs> right. right. Once I wake up, you will have calmed down. Right. I will have calmed down. And we can talk about normal things. Or maybe things. we haven't. Maybe we haven't. But, but right anyway, now, I know I can escape. me a break. I yes. can escape from yes. this craziness. Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What was your favorite toy when you were kids? Did you guys have one that comes to mind? I feel like the obvious answer could be for a lot of people are like a gaming console, Nintendo, Sega. But mm-hmm. and I know those were sold in the toy aisle. But that's uh, you know kind of bigger than a toy. Yeah. It's a computer. I get it. And if you want to count that, that's fine. But more like you know the actual toys you played with when you were a little kid. Whether it was Nerf guns, dolls. I know snow cone. Uh, uh-huh. Didn't you like uh, Cabbage Patch dolls? I liked Cabbage Patch dolls. I had no, a couple of them. I don't think I ever had any. Oh, someone else said that they were into Cabbage Patch dolls. Do you like bikes and skateboards count? Yes, absolutely. Okay, if you had a skateboard, if you had a skateboard that you got for Christmas yeah, or whatever, rollerblades, um, whatever. I mean, I, I'm trying to think of the stuff when I was really young. I know everyone has one of those things you push and it pops the, the balls. That's got to be one of the greatest selling toys of all time because it's been around... At least since I was a kid, I think what mine was probably about? a hand. The little poppers that the toddlers push around that oh, it looks yeah, like a little one yeah, yeah, just yeah, pops yeah. the balls. Little, they still make them. Over for toddlers. Yes, and yeah, it looks yeah, yeah. to me like they haven't changed. I still see them like at Walmart mm-hmm. and around Christmas time, there it is, and I don't think it's changed at all. I mean, maybe a little. I'm sure I could imagine that back in the sixties they been were probably made out of ever. sharp metal at some yeah. point, just like everything was. Mm-hmm. But when I was a kid they looked the same. So there's an actual toy museum, and I think we've talked about it in the past. I think that's how I learned about the Cabbage Patch Isn't farm. Isn't there one in Topeka? Is there one? Is it in Topeka? This one's in New York. It's in Rochester, New York. Oh, I think there's one in Topeka. Well, there's a toy. You know what? There is a. Uh, there's some sort of a toy museum the in National Kansas City. The National Museum of Toys and Miniatures. Okay. That's so, in Topeka. So there's a, another toy museum and, and miniatures museum in Kansas City over by UMKC. Okay. Uh, it's not real big. I don't remember who put it together. It's like a woman who made tiny stuff. And I think she donated the money, and then they also built onto it like a toy museum. I was there not that long ago. I went when I was a kid. Okay, was it cool? Brooke never went. It's kind of cool. You walk through, and you're like, man, I forgot I had a lot of these toys. Like, like I take Bomb Pop to it, or is it I think he like the, it, the miniature stuff is cool. I think he'd like that a lot. Okay. And then you go upstairs, they've got all the toys from like the 70s and 80s, and you know, you kind of walk through, and it goes to the different eras. You can see toys from before your time. Uh, what, a, what a five-year-old I like think it. so. I don't know what five-year-olds like, but I, I think so. He'll want to play with stuff. I know I liked it when I was- Will he get to like touch and like play with mm, some of the stuff? I think there was. If it's too exhibity, he won't be able. It's to. probably too exhibity then. Okay. But it, but most of the exhibity stuff is the miniature stuff. Like these houses light up and you look inside of there's miniature oh, or everything. Like that. Okay. Which is a little I'll kid I kind of liked. Yeah. But I don't know what my favorite single toy would have been. Probably some. I mean, I guess I'd count my Red Rider BB gun. I'm not trying to rip off Christmas Story, but when my brother got me that, yeah. I played with it probably more than anything else, and played with it the longest, and ended up buying more BB guns. But I mean, I played with BB guns a lot. Sure. I don't know if that count. I think Red Rider. BB gun counts as a toy. Oh, that definitely counts as a toy. It's sure not. It a, it's not a gun, right? It's no. a toy. It's no, a Red Rider BB gun. I'm not killing it's anything with that. So I would say that's easily my favorite toy. And I don't even think that I know that I'd seen a Christmas story, but that wasn't. I don't think, at least, that that's why I was intrigued. I don't even know that I'd asked for it. No, I just little boy remember my wants a BB gun. my brother bought it for me, and I couldn't believe it because I don't recall asking for it, but maybe I did. But I lost my mind, and I 
played with it yeah. for a long time. For a long time. And then I just started buying more BB guns mm-hmm. and did that for years. So they add, just like the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, they add uh, toys to the, okay. the Hall of Fame and Museum okay. well, in Rochester. This so year. this is what got added. The popper thing that I mentioned earlier. Over the, the lawnmower thing. Which I would have thought would have been one of the first inductees because, again, it's been around, it's been around forever. And I think every kid had one. Maybe they didn't. If you didn't, your sibling had one. If 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 they didn't, you had one in preschool. If they mm-hmm. had one at your daycare. You, I can't imagine that there's any human in this building right now, any adult who works here, who didn't at some point play with one of those when mm-hmm. they were a kid. They were ubiquitous. Mm-hmm. Nerf guns. Long uh, guns the, are sweet. The ones with the, um, um, you know, what are they? I guess they're like the little suction cup missiles. They made lots of different oh, Nerf yeah, guns, yeah, but yeah, those yeah, the yeah. ones that had the that would stick to the walls. Yeah, the, the actual yeah, yeah the, the chamber you could do like the semi-automatic thing. Those were cool. Those were great. Uh, the Nerf ball, the original four-inch foam ball, which I don't know honestly if that's even still that common of a thing. Lazo probably had one. Is that the thing I had you? one. Yeah, they were they were like every every kid on had it? one. No, that came later. That was the whistling. They had okay, the whistling I'm ball of the vortex. and the vortex. That had the tail. Yeah. That's this was just the original Nerf ball that was just. A, a, a foam like a ball, yeah. yeah. And then later they came out with all those other things like Vortex and the, Vortex. the Whistler yeah. and all that stuff. But the uh, the four inch foam ball, I guess it came out in like 1970. That entered. Then Cabbage Patch got added, which again, I, like I thought Cabbage Patch would have already been in there. Yeah. It came out in 1982. I don't know what their rules are. Like if this thing has to be out a certain amount of time, like uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, but. It came out in 1982. They probably have some kind of standard, Got right? Maybe. I don't I know. And then baseball cards, which are baseball cards toys. Well, baseball cards. the debate is over How the hell is that because I don't know. Maybe they, were, maybe they were arguing about whether or not they were toys. Okay. When do you think baseball cards debuted, by the way? Oh, man. The 40s, 30s? No, I bet you even earlier than that. The 20s. Earlier. Wow. Earlier. Earlier, earlier. 1860s. 19th century? 1860s. Wow. wow. I said baseball cards have been around since the 1860s. Wow. So easily the oldest one. 1860s? Yeah. That's Civil War time. It says 1860s. Wow. They've been around since the 1860s. Um, there were other finalists that didn't make it. What were the ones? Oh, Ken Dolls. Like the actual Ken Doll. I guess Barbie must be in already. But Barbie Ken Ken's still trying to make it in. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were close, but they didn't. I know that when we talked about this last time, the Ninja Turtles were supposed to be getting voted in, and they lost then. How are they well, that's losing? That's a criminal. Everyone who that's played criminal. with Ninja Turtles is now in their you know, 20s, 30s, and 40s. Right. We all played with them. Loved them. Who's voting on this Loved thing? Them. They'll get in there eventually. Battleship somehow isn't in there. It lost. Battleship. It was close. Yeah, it was wow. close, but didn't make it. Bingo, like the actual game. Bop It. Remember the Bop It thing? Oh, man. I, bop It was so Okay, I never fun. had Bop It. You never had a Bop It? Never had a Bop It. Oh, yeah, I've seen it, but bam, I never had bam, it. Bam. Yeah, Bop It. Yeah. Twist It. Um, Pull it. Another yeah. one that got close was slime, like the actual, you know, the tubs of slime that you would buy that were just oh, called man. slime. I, so I love that. I have stuff. so many of them. My right mom now. would get so mad. Mom, it made a mess. That. It does. And I feel like they made it better now. It's not as sticky and doesn't melt onto stuff and ruin everything. Rug. You put some pink slime on it, and it's, I had to throw it out. Yeah. It's it messy. I, it used to be, I think, worse. I've played with some of that newer stuff, and it seems like it might be a little easier to clean up. Some but of when it. they first came out with some it, some of it. Okay. Because I definitely made a lot of messes that my mom was upset with that stuff. She hated it. Choose your own adventure books, which oh, yeah. books aren't toys. That's not a toy. Look, you can say reading's good. Choose your own adventures were great. That's fine, but that's not a toy. Your kid says, "I want toys for Christmas," and you buy him a box of books. You're a Scrooge. Yeah, that's that not. Sucks. It's not a toy, even that if it is sucks. Choose Your Own Adventure. This isn't the 1920s. Right, and then the last two that uh, got close were Connect Four, 
which I can't believe that wouldn't be in it, and Little Tyke's red car, the red car that everyone oh, yeah, had. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, everyone had one of those. What was yeah. it? The Little Tyke's red, the plastic red car with the door. Car, yeah. Oh, sure, yeah, Bump yeah, Up yeah, has yeah. one. Yeah. Bump Up has one right yeah. now. Everyone had well, one. Well, he did. He can't fit in anymore. But. Again, that's one of those, though, that if you didn't have it, your neighbor did or something. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I did have it, years. but my neighbors had one. Yeah. It was fine. Last year, they inducted Light Bright, which I think we talked about, spinning tops, like the actual tops, and then Masters of the Universe, which when I was at that toy museum here, they had a Masters of the Universe section, and Brooke was like, what is that? And I was like, oh, my God, it's Masters of the Universe. I know that I watched the cartoon. I know that I had the toys, but when I started looking at those toys, I realized how many of them I had, and I started to remember Christmas, like waking up Christmas morning and coming down, and my parents had got me, I guess Santa got me, the huge Masters of the Universe Mm. castle. What was that guy's name? Matt, with He-Man, He-Man? well, there was Skeletor. the bad guy, Skeletor. With He-Man, you punched him in the chest. Uh-huh. You punched him once, and it, it would spin. His chest looked like it had cracked. And then you punched him a third time, and it spun around to the next one, and it looked like his chest had been totally jammed in. Mm. Do you mm. remember that? No. Did you ever have one of those? No. Too well, well. Mm. I did. It was pretty sweet, and it's at the Toy Museum. The Church of Laszlo. Yo! Yo! What's going on? We're done. That's it? That's it. Wrap it up. Put a bow on it. Bury it. I don't care what you do with it. It's hot as fuck it in the ass. I was just about to say it's hot as fuck in here. And our AC wasn't working today at all. So it's been a little stuffy. Hmm. Well, you feel better now? No, I've got antiperspirant, which I'm allergic to, but you know, we're Why? on Twitch here. We're allergic to iron? I don't know. Aluminum? Whatever's in the aluminum something, yeah, it makes yeah. me really red and itchy. Let me but see I, it. I had the, no. I'm not showing you. It's all flaky. Let's I, put see a, your I put a bunch in there earlier. Show us your ass. I sat here for like two minutes at the beginning of the show. My, show your my rash. Michigan shirt was soaked, so I had to put some of that stuff on. All right. Uh, anyway, good show, Josh Allen. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.